0: This is Your Tech Report. For gadget news and reviews, click to YourTechReport.com.
1: Welcome back to Your Tech Report. Mitchell Whitfield and Marco Flallow with you. Please join along with us. The ride is awesome at Your Tech Report on all our social media. Joining me is a friend of the program, uh, the friend of lots of our programs here. Uh, LSP, you know, I know you by LSP and I've known you for many years. Um, Honestly, pronounce your name for us. Tell us who you are. Obviously, you work at Zoho, which is what we're going to be talking about today. But but introduce yourself to our audience.
2: Sure thing, Mark. Uh, my name is Chandrasekhar Lalapet Srinivas Prasanna. So you call me LSP because... You know, I'm used to abbreviating my last name, which is Lala at Prasanna, And there, the cookie crumbles right there. So that's the history about the name.
1: Now, for, for our audience that isn't aware of what Zoho does, obviously, I've been involved and I've been talking to you guys for many, many years now. But can you give us the kind of like the Coles Notes, the short form version of, of Zoho's mission?
2: The, the company itself is a hidden gem for a lot of them. for a lot of people who discover us, it's like, wow, you guys have been around for so long. Honestly, we've been around for 24 years. And uh, we make over 45 different business applications from sales automation, marketing automation, finance, and HR suite of products and productivity and collaboration, all the way up to a no-code, low-code platform as well. So we cover just about everything that the business needs to run their business. And uh, we have over 50 million users across the product portfolio, and we have customers in over 180 countries. So it's been a very organic company. Started in 1996, it's a private company, it's been bootstrapped, and it's been profitable from the first year of its inception. So, And now at this point, you know, over the years, we have grown to be a 9,000 people company today. So that's, that is Zoho in a nutshell, I would say.
1: You know, and zoho's it really is spread around the world. I mean, you've got representatives and people in, in almost every single country, if not every single country. So when it comes to, you know, a time of pandemic where people are suddenly working from home and out of offices, this is something that's not foreign to you guys, is it?
2: It's not foreign at all. I mean, we've been, I've been doing this. I mean, you've known me that, you know, I sit here in the Montreal office here in Canada. However... Deeply joined or connected to the mothership back in India and the U.S. headquarters in Austin. So it's, it's something that we've been doing all the time. Remote work is, is, is a design that has been uh, you know, practiced in Zoho for a long time now, to be honest.
1: So when it comes to creating solutions for people who are, you know, in similar situations who are now, you know, stuck working from home, whether it's something that's new to them or something they've been doing for a while, you guys are definitely experts in in what you do. And you've got some really cool announcements today, and I want you to dive right into them because they're they pretty significant, not only for people who use Zoho, for people who might be new to Zoho, but for people who are in this exact situation.
2: True. Okay. You know what? Let's, let's kind of uh, take a step back here and look at the way work has evolved constantly over time, right? We have had tools for collaboration, we have had tools for uh, communication and so on and so forth. But work itself has been evolving and especially the last seven or eight months has been super dramatic, as you know, the COVID-19. Uh, look at a business like Hyatt. You know, all of a sudden they said they're gonna make their properties, hotel properties into co-working spaces, which they did not do before this whole pandemic struck. and. Look at all the restaurants, all those who tried to stay away from food aggregators because of the commissions that they have to pass on. They were forced to come onto food aggregator platforms because that was the only way that they could survive. So be it doing a pivot or adoption of technology, the writing is on the wall. I mean, COVID really basically did what 10 years of all the analyst work did not could not do, digital transformation. COVID, just one uh, event has basically accelerated the whole process because it was very binary. You either adapt or you perish. So work has evolved in all different sorts. For example, today work is more dynamic and agile. And it hops across devices. For example, you could start something on a mobile and then move on to your laptop to work with it. And then you pass it on to someone in a completely different time zone to work with it. So the work continues, right? There is There has to be a continuity. So these are some of the things that have changed in work and. You're working across boundaries, and then mobile is becoming more and more prevalent in terms of for you to get your work done. And most importantly, more than ever before, businesses have always been about customers. You want to take more informed decisions. You beat a marketing decision or a sales decision or a support-related decision to your business. It has to be driven by customers based on the information that you have about your customers. So are you connecting all the dots within your business? So. That's where you know there are new work models that have evolved, and what is Zoho doing in specifically in this case is we are looking at software not just as a you know enabler but then something that really transform the way you work, make you more productive, and enable deep collaboration and What do I mean by this? So there are four principles that we apply when we make software here at Zoho. One is software has to provide context. For example, you could receive an email, let's say from your customer who is probably escalating an issue because he knows Mark in the company. He's like, hey, Mark, you know what? I've been sitting on the support ticket for the last two weeks. I'm not happy with the response that I've received. So at that point, you you receive an email, but what if you can actually, in the context of that email, you take that ticket number and up comes a pop-up window. You feed in the ticket number. And then you see the status of that ticket in your help desk system from within your uh, mail, mailing system, from your inbox. So having that context we believe that's super important for you to get worked on. Now, the next aspect is ensuring continuity. Software has to ensure continuity. Maybe you're thinking about, let's say, let's think about it from a simple blog post that you want to write. Um, you could probably have a brainwave on a Saturday evening sipping a cup of wine and a glass of wine. And you basically go, okay, here are the notes that I want to make to myself. And you open up your mobile phone and then you go into a content authoring tool. You put some of the points that strike you at that point. And then come Monday morning, you go to your laptop, you open up, you access the service. You should still have all those points that you have noted down. So the work essentially continues over time and across different form factors from your mobile to your laptop now. Now, the next thing is enabling convenience. So there is a lot of talk and buzz around AI. AI is not artificial intelligence, applying artificial intelligence to work is not necessarily uh, the end. It's just a means to define and create Useful or s- simplify the way you work, so enabling convenience as we call it. And think about this: uh, as your content, uh, as you're writing this content, what if the content authoring tool can give you writing assistance, assistance, and tell you how good your writing is? Do the grammar checks for you, right? And kind of give you that editorial uh, overview of the document that you're writing. Kind of helps you. Kind of, it just makes it the whole process easier. Even as you're writing, there is an assistant that's automatically prompting you for passive uh, paragraphs and wordy paragraphs and so on and so forth. So that's the third part of it. So context, continuity, convenience, and the fourth one is collaboration. By the design, by definition, what has changed so much? You constantly want somebody to be working with somebody. Work is not done in isolation, work is a team sport. So let's get back to this example of content authoring. You have written this blog post or something that you've written that you wanna post, but you know, you have a buddy who you think is an expert on the topic and you want him to weigh in on the ideas that you have talked about there. So bringing him into that content and allowing him or her to collaborate in, in, in real time, and then they basically identify a section of your document and say, "Hey, Mark, this is one paragraph that you may want to pay attention to. I would probably rephrase this in a different way." Again, there is context. As somebody is collaborating on the content, you're just not sending or you're just not doing a ping pong with your uh, with your word document or your uh, or your uh, word processor document. You are actually bringing them into the product, into the service, and allowing them to collaborate real time within the document, Thereby, the context is retained. There is convenience where you just go into the document and you know what your body has talked about there, right? So I call this the four principles, providing context, ensuring continuity, enabling convenience and fostering collaboration. This is what Zoho stand is on in terms of creating a business software where these things have to be done by software. So that's, yeah. that's essentially what this is.
1: Now, what's interesting is that, you know, you, you mentioned a couple of things. Number one, AI. You know, I, there's this, I think, ongoing misconception for people who are not aware of what AI is and people who aren't necessarily tech savvy that AI is this is this. You know overarching thing that's going to destroy us down the road, right? It's going to be this Terminator style world where Skynet's going to take us over. but you just gave a great example, just you know things like uh, real-time collaboration, real-time con- contextual information, whether it's that email that pops up and automatically checks your help desk because the ticket number was mentioned and can bring you that type of information. That is AI at its best. In the way that it's been working for us for many, many years now. And you guys are taking it to a very interesting level. So, you know, at at what point do you think, and I know this is probably gonna, you know, a a more general question, uh, at what point do you think, um, or what point do you think we're at in terms of this acceleration to, to this, uh, this digital space? Uh, at what point are we at in in making this even further and adapting this even further so that we can we can see this context uh, on absolutely everything we do, no matter where we are?
2: In fact, it's already there. For example, today, a lot of applications work using natural language. You really don't even have to go into a user interface to poke around with things. You think, think of the way... Google works today, you go to google.com, you type in a search and then something comes up, right? Exact same thing is coming into the way you're doing work in all your business applications. Today, you go into, uh, let's say, a a website of any of uh, the vendors or let's say any website, there is a bot that is standing right there constantly trying to ask you, how may I help you? And there, you're interacting with it as though you're interacting with a person and not a system. So this is what AI is doing. It is helping us to create those experiences that's very natural to humans. And it is also trying to, you know, understand the patterns of usages that you would have. For example, I talked about uh, AI in the context of content authoring. You know what? You make the systems understand, you make it, uh, you know, uh, make it aware of all the big, uh, you know, Shakespearean novels and everything else. You train it to understand language, to understand syntaxes. You understand, and then the simplicity is extremely complex. And that's where AI helps us, right? In terms of technology, AI is a way to help us simplify things so that users can just do it the most natural way possible.
1: People hear this and they, they probably say to themselves, oh, no, this is going to cost us lots of money. This is going to be something that's going to be uh, only for big companies. That That's not true. And, and you're going to tell us why.
2: Absolutely not true. I mean, think about, you know, some of these features and functionalities that I'm talking about is available free in our tools. You know, Um, while Workplace itself is a bundle, the products that is in this bundle is available as free plans to everybody. And one thing that I want to highlight while we're talking about, you know, the cost, you also have to think about, you know, today companies have and businesses have to think about privacy and security. If they say it's free, then there is a trap because they're going to sell your information to make money. But when it comes to Zoho, we have taken a stand, a philosophical stand. Even in our free products, we do not share our customer information with anyone. We do not do any ads. It is a business application. You are our customers. You are not our products. You are users of our products, but you are not our products because elsewhere you have all these AI, be it translation. And I'm 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 alluding to all big names. There are a lot of free services that these big companies put out there, but then guess what? They're reading your emails, and they're saying I'm doing so anonymously. But why should you even do it? Right? Comes down to all those things. So software is and definitely is affordable, and cloud is a major, uh, you know, uh, game changer there because it has made software become a consumer. It's a commodity today, and uh, it need not be expensive. It's not only for big businesses, every business of every size. In fact, I would go on to say that commodity software, the way the prices of software have come down, it allows every business to compete with any big name out there, even within your industry. You could probably start, you, you could be a startup, but guess what, three years from now, because of technology, And the enablement that technology does, your ability to be more effective is in your hands. It's just that decision. It's just that discipline.
1: You know, I remember when a couple years ago, when uh, when Adobe, who makes Photoshop and a lot of you know creative suites, they went to the subscription model, and there was a big backlash around. Oh, why are you getting rid of this? You know, why I want the I want the physical software. I don't want to have to pay a monthly fee for it. But then people realized over time that. There are major benefits to subscribing to software. The, the biggest benefit is you are constantly getting the latest and greatest and you know that you're getting all the updates, you know that the security is there, the patches are there. And this is something that Zoho has been doing since the start, you know. So obviously it's it's something that's not only ingrained in the the creation of the tools, but also in the philosophy of the company because Every time, and, I, and I, I use the services. You know, when there's something new that comes out, I'm like, "Oh, I got to try this, and I got to see how can I work this into my workflow. How can I use this tool to my advantage? advantage? Whether it's, you know, social media marketing marketing tools, whether it's um, being able to see web page analytics, or are, are so many different tools that you guys make. I mean, how, how many how many actual applications are there? I know it, in the the line is 45 plus, but I'm sure it's probably in the in the hundreds if we count them all.
2: Uh, I mean. Oh, uh, it isn't at hundred uh, mark. It's probably in the fifties right now. And then we are yeah. definitely working on some other products that are still in the, in the oven and Not fully, they be coming out or seeing the light of the day in, in a couple of months from now. But yeah, you you bring up a very important point. The the biggest challenge that businesses have all along faced was the whole idea of you have to buy everything to even let's say. You know, let's say you only want a mail application. You start there and then you need office productivity tools. You start just there. You don't need a CRM on the first day of your business. You don't need a help desk and ticketing system the first day of your business. But guess what? What Soho allows you to do, What the, the stand and the philosophy that we have out there is, we grow with you. You pay as you grow. You don't have to buy everything from us and say, hey, you know what? We, we 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 just want to spend everything at top level and all those things instead in fact what we did as you know with Zoho One for 30 bucks a month Zoho One includes every application that we make so the beauty is you know it's like a toolbox and today you only want your mailing and collaboration applications and let's say 8 months from now you're thinking about a CRM You don't have to even go and evaluate and go through that whole cycle. Guess what? You have already purchased this. It's right there in the box. Open it, start using it. So we have kind of brought in that kind of convenience. We call that the operating system for business. But again, where does that uh, leave you with, okay, now you guys also have a workplace bundle. Again, the concept is similar. So workplace is where you probably start. It has mail. It has audio video conferencing, it has instant messaging, it has uh, the uh, enterprise intranet, and it has tools for uh, content creation such as your word processor, spreadsheet, and presentation software. This is what a small business would need when they start up. Three bucks a user per month, you have everything, and then there is this whole notion of being in context, for example, when you're sending an email, you can automatically bring up the documents that that you have stored in your document management system, which is a part of Workplace, which is called WorkDrive, by the way. So the idea is everything is connected, you do what you want to do. Okay, let's say a year from now, you think, hey, you know what, I think I like the idea of uh, Workplace, but I also need a CRM. Guess what, no problem. You subscribe to CRM. And at that point, what happens is, your workplace is connected to your CRM. The next time you open up your email and you want to send an email to your customer in your CRM, the contact information will pop in there, right? Instead of you having to jump across applications, we kind of create that experience where you have the continuity, the context, and enabling the whole convenience paradigm. So clearly the four Cs, you know, as I talk about it, it it keeps on coming up because that's what it is supposed to do. Software is supposed to supply things and you don't have to be copying from your CRM the list of contacts, going into your email, sending them an email, why? Today that's the challenge. Today you have tons of uh, best of breed applications, but then integration is a nightmare.
1: LSP, stick around because there's still one more thing I want to talk about, and that is going back to the office with Zoho. You guys have got a really cool tool. This is Your Tech Report. He is Mitchell Whitfield. I am Marco Flalo. We are talking to LSP, product evangelist over at Zoho. We are back in a moment to talk all about back to work on Your Tech Report.
0: There's more Your Tech Report after this. This is Your Tech Report. For gadget news and reviews, click to your techreport.com.
1: We are back on your tech report. He is Mitchell Whitfield. I am Marco Flalo at your tech report on all our social media. We're in conversation with LSP from Zoho. LSP, you know, we talked about, obviously, the tool set and and everything that will obviously make people's lives, you know, much, much easier. But people are going back into the office. So this is something that we really have to consider. And you guys now have an entire tool set that is designed for exactly that situation. People are going back into a physical workplace. Tell us about it.
2: Yes, Mark. Again, uh, there are industries where it is going to be impossible to just operate remotely, be it logistics, be it the frontline workers, they're going to be out there. You're all your retail stores, right? So there are people who are showing up in your grocery store and they're working, they're working so that we could have food on the table. But, uh, the, the whole idea is how do you enable, or how do you ensure safety for these workers who are going back to work? And, uh, there's also another angle here that we need to consider this whole work from home or living at work as some may want to call it has created is it's basically created a lot of mental health challenges for people because they are missing the social aspect of their daily lives where probably groups of people that they talk to at work about maybe cars, maybe about golf. Listen, everything is cut off. It's, it's something that's kind of having an impact on people's mental health. And uh, in our own case at Zoho, we have seen, some of our employees we have, like I said, we have 9,000 employees. Some of them are, are waiting to get back to work. They're, when I say we get back to work, not working, but they want to get back to the office so that they can have whatever little social interactions within the uh, uh, prescribed, uh, within the prescribed safety levels, like yeah. keeping, you know, uh, social distancing and everything, but they want to see other people, people who they work with. So what happened was uh, as uh you know, we 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 uh, released this application a couple of weeks ago, and uh, this was in line with some of the other um, uh, economies and uh, countries being in different phases of opening up. So the Middle East opened up much earlier than anybody else. So they were uh, so we had a request from that specific region about, hey, you know what, we need tools. And then we also had some government agencies uh, come up to us in Asia and say, hey, you know what, are you guys working on anything to help? Uh, you know, help government employees to get back to work, you know, Uh, maybe something around uh, administration, setting up policies and having a approval system for people to come to work. And, uh, you know, being Zoho and creating software is what we do most easily. So we created this application. And uh, the whole idea, again, I can basically summarize it in this particular, you know, dashboard that I'm showing you right now. Uh, So, Think of uh, a company, an imaginary company called Supernova Technologies, and you have the ability to create uh, the branches. For example, if if you're a multinational and you have offices in Canada, in Montreal and Toronto, guess what? You can basically add the buildings that you want to open up for people to come to work. And not just that, you can limit the number of employees that you would want to have, for example, Let's say if, you, if you're in a multi-story um, uh, physical office, you want the, uh, the engineering division or the engineering floor or the sales floor, marketing floor to accommodate no more than 20 people at a time. So that way, when somebody uh, wants to come into office and if they basically say, hey, listen, I want to come to office between 9 a.m. and 12 p.m., Your system is already going to tell you if 20 people have already checked in or if 20 people have already been pre-approved to come to work on that specific day, then you can basically send out a notification saying, sorry, you know what? We are taken up for the day. You should probably look at some other day of the week to come to work. So we have enabled that kind of policing where you basically set up policies around how many people can come into every part of your building, right? And... So there are employees that would want to come. And then obviously you would have visitors coming in. So if you're a business, you may have your customers or you may have your suppliers or your vendors or even just plain old uh, people coming and delivering stuff and doing house, uh, you know, housekeeping and all those things. So you can basically manage just about everybody who's coming into your premises, your office, and then put uh, policies around. You cannot, for example, let's say a visitor comes in Uh, let's say uh, the housekeeping staff comes in, you can basically say a housekeeping staff can come only between 6 p.m. and 9 p.m., not earlier and not later. And then you can actually send them a barcode, right, which they can scan at the kiosk that you would have at the entrance of the building. And if things are not right, if they turn up earlier or they turn later, they're not going to be allowed. So you can basically ensure that people who are coming in keep to the discipline of time and everything else. And thereby, you're basically ensuring that the number of people are controlled and you're controlling just about every aspect of who comes in and goes outside your office. That's the first part. Now, the most important piece that's happening, you probably have been out, Mark, we have all been out. Any place we go to a dentist's office to, uh, let's say, uh, to meet your lawyers or whatever, the first thing you're being asked to do is test your temperature. They ask you questions. Hey, have you been in contact with someone? Or do you have people under the age of so, you know, over the age of sixty at home with you? And blah, blah. I mean, this there have been some questions around safety, right? So that's where you have an assessment. If let's say think of you as a visitor coming into the office, so you can basically uh, have someone from the organization saying, Hey, Mark is gonna come visit Zoho on certain a certain date and certain time and we give it the email let's say i'm going to have you over and then i'm basically give you uh the link to do your self-assessment i send you you give me your email address i send you this assessment form and you ask these questions have you ever been tested positive for COVID-19? when was the last test and all these kind of things so based on this we give you a score so uh it also has a little bit of uh, a bit of uh tracking uh, that helps you to, you know, ensure that should someone in the organization test mm-hmm. positive or so one of the visitor has tested positive, you can see who are the other people they have come into contact with. For example, yeah. there is a, uh, uh, a chart of all the meetings or a record of all the meetings uh, physical meetings that have happened uh, in the organization that can be recorded. And you can also see who are the people who are a part of that meeting.
1: So contact tracing purposes.
2: Uh, it's not necessarily, con- again, I would not call it a 100% contact tracing, but then there is an element of contract tracing because you keep track of what's happening in each of the meeting rooms. And that kind of yeah. helps you in a certain way. Let's say somebody, so let's say... Um, uh, lee at with.com basically came into close contact with someone and he's like hey you know my first degree of uh, connection i've had uh, close contact with someone who is positive guess what you at least can look at oh okay who did lee come in contact with in the last 14 days within my organization and then yeah. alert them and saying hey guys you may just want to go and be ready for a test if if required or don't come to the office for the next two weeks until know things uh, until until you're just uh, the coast is clear kind of thing so the whole idea is you can quickly take actions and i'm not again i want to be very careful in calling this contact tracing. just that it enables that element this is not meant for contact tracing but this feature where you're basically documenting and auditing what's happening within all the meeting rooms and who's coming into the office helps you in that particular uh, a particular way to do tracing without it. It's it's not a direct way of tracing, but then there is a circuitous path where you can actually do some amount of contact tracing using the information of the data that's in the system. Absolutely. And over and above that, there are like, for example, let's say uh, you can make announcement within this application, let's say to 25 people limit. Uh, you know instead of 25 people maybe over the weekend i want to make it only 10 people who can come and go so you can make such po- policy announcement within the organization or maybe the municipality in where you know, the office is set up maybe they're coming up with a new set of rules that every business in their jurisdiction should follow a certain set of uh, procedures you can make those announcements from within the product the idea being you really don't have uh, put it on the shoulders of the uh, burden the individuals to figure out what's going on. You use this tool, this is a one place, this is a single pane of glass in terms of what's happening with the organization between entries and exits of employment. Uh, visitors, all things related to wellness, ensuring that whoever is coming in is going through the self-assessment program to make sure that they are all safe and everybody around them is gonna be safe by coming into contact with them. It also gives you that whole uh, element of contact tracing And then it also allows you to make all the announcement, policy announcement. Let's say there's some policy changes that you want to implement. Uh, Let's say you're going from, let's say there's an uptick in the number of cases in the jurisdiction where the office is, instead of doing a self-assessment on a weekly basis, you may want to say, hey, from now on, you're going to do a self-assessment on a daily basis. right? So you can quickly react to what's going on and take uh, steps to ensure that the wellness in the organization is maintained. Now, I would also kind of take this uh, to some of the other industries. For example, we have, uh, you know, apart from the HR uh, folks, a lot of organizations, people in facilities, you know, uh, facilities management who were very interested in this application and they're using this. And we have seen quite a bit of uptake from these two specific Uh, departments and organizations. One is facilities management because they're bringing all the janitorial people, the people who are doing housekeeping. So they are kind of dealing with people on a daily basis. And then offices that had, that could not afford to be closed for too long. And now even more so as things are becoming a little bit more open and, uh, you know, as people, as, uh, as employees want to get back to work to kind of have some more social interactions, you know, it's kind of coming in where all these three uh, requirements are being met using the product.
1: LSP, you know, your products like this—the ability to scale a product like this and actually launch it um, with such short notice is quite impressive, and it's really a testament to what you guys are doing at Zoho. You know, obviously having software design in in, in the DNA and people doing this full time makes it a lot easier. So it's very cool that you scale this up. How do people? How do people find out more? How do people sign up for the workplace element of things?
2: Oh, they just have to go to. Workplace.zoho.com and uh, zoho.com slash back to work. And they're all set depending on what they're looking for. If they're looking at the back to work tool, then zoho.com slash back to work. Um, And if they're looking for a workplace, zoho.com slash workplace.
1: LSP, thank you so much for taking the time to join us. We hope to have you on again soon.
2: Mark, thank you so much for having me. And thank you so much. The conversations are definitely interesting for me as well. Thank you so much.
1: Obviously, head on over to zoho.com for all that information. And thank you guys so much for joining us. And thank you guys for being here this week on this edition of Your Tech Report. On behalf of Mitchell Whitfield, I am Marka Flalo. Head on over to yourtechreport.com for lots of fun stuff just like this we'll talk to you again next week
0: you've been tuned in to your tech report join us again next week for another edition and be sure to follow your tech report online email us contact at your follow us on twitter at your tech report like us on facebook.com slash your tech report for the latest in breaking tech news and reviews your tech